Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. Do you remember listening to my 100th episode? It was almost two months ago, which is crazy, but it was an episode where I answered listener questions. I asked people to call in and leave me their biggest questions that they had for me, and I got so many that I broke it up into two episodes. So today on this episode, you are going to hear part two of listener questions. I spend so much time interviewing others on this show, and I'm always hearing from people that they want to know more about my story, so this is a really fun way to do that. Stay tuned to learn about the best way to find pet influencers for your brand, suggestions for natural flea prevention, my thoughts on a philosophical, (laughs) if I can even say that, a philosophical dog blog, which is really fun. And lastly, I'm going to tell you what innovation I wish would happen in the pet industry this year. And if this episode gets your wheels turning, the dedicated wear, wag, repeat voicemail line is still open. Just call 412-407-7332 and in your message, make sure to mention your name, your business, and your Instagram handle. Once I get enough questions, I'll do another answer episode. Sound like a deal? Now, speaking of questions and the great community that I have found through this show, I want to know if you are part of the Wear, Wag, Repeat private Facebook group. Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs is a special place where we can learn, experiment, and investigate ideas to grow your pet industry business. Whether you're looking to get a boost on a recent Instagram post or you want some feedback on a new idea you have, the women of the Wear Wag Repeat Labs group are here to help. So click over to Facebook and request to join the group today. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, so now let's dive into some of these voicemails. Let's see who who we have a call from first. Hi, my name is Ray. Um And the question I have would be the best way to find pet influencers, like to make sure you're picking the right one for your brand. And uh, my business is Kai's Roughwire, and the Instagram handle is at Kai's Roughwire. Thank you, Ray, for calling in with your question. Um, First of all, I love your Instagram account and I love everything that you're doing. And this is such a great question. I think that um, a lot of small brands are kind of intimidated about doing any influencer marketing because they're worried that um, they're going to send out free stuff and the people aren't going to post or they're going to post bad pictures or something like that. Um, Or that you're going to reach out to people and they're going to want to charge you a whole ton of money. Um, so it's really is, it really is key that you find the right influencers for your brand. So I think you, you totally have the right approach here. You don't just want to like partner with anyone. Sure. It would be great to have some huge account, like Doug, the pug post about your brand, but is that necessarily the best influencer for you? So, um, I'm really happy to address this because I am an influencer, but also with the wear, wag, repeat shop, I have hired influencers to do posts for me around the holidays to promote what's in my shop. 
So the first thing I would recommend is that you find people who really identify with whatever your mission is. So, um, you know, part one is you kind of have to identify your own mission and then you have to go out and find people that are aligned well with that. So, you know, if you're really passionate about rescue, you're going to want to find an account that also is passionate about rescue. If you are really into raw feeding. Maybe you want to partner with someone who's really into that. Um, If you love to do adventure stuff or if you love to never leave your house or your couch, which is like most of our lives right now, unfortunately, (laughs) um, you're going to want to find people who really, really align well with your brand. Um, You know, and I, I think that you know, the numbers, everyone's always worried about the numbers and and finding people who have a lot of followers. You don't necessarily have to partner with someone who has a ton of followers. Sometimes like a micro influencer, so someone with less than 10,000 followers can actually have a more engaged audience than someone with a ton of followers. A tool that I love to use when I'm researching influencers is Flanks. I think that's what it is. It's P-H-L-A. A-N-X, I believe. I will make sure the correct link is in the show notes for that. Um, But that will tell you someone's engagement rate. So it will tell you, you know, based on how many followers they have, how many people are actually engaging with them, liking and commenting, clicking through the link in their bio and that kind of stuff. And you want to find people who have a good engagement rate. Um, A good engagement rate is really a lot lower than you would think it would be. Uh, I think it's amazing if you can find someone anywhere around 10%, but it's more likely that you're going to get people around 2, 3, 4%. If you're looking at someone and their uh, engagement rate is below 2%, I would probably move on and um, not work with that person. Another thing that you might want to consider is to foster relationships with your current customer base. So you might have people who are current customers who have a decent social media following, and maybe you want to kind of turn them into ambassadors rather than going out and um, reaching out to influencers who have never heard of you before. I find that people who already are supporting your brand are going to be the best people to talk about your brand to others. So that might be another really good idea for you too. So I hope that that was helpful, Ray, and anyone else who's listening. um, Definitely, definitely find some people to work with on Instagram, whether they're influencers or ambassadors, or you're just going to like do a um, like cross postings, you know, to boost each other up or something like that. Instagram is such a great resource for pet businesses because there are just so many pet people on Instagram and pet content just performs so well. All right, on to the next question. Hi, my name's Lisa Morano. I um, live up above you, actually, um, in Butler County, and I live on a chicken farm. Um, my Instagram's Morano Chicken Farm, and I have livestock guard dogs, and I was wondering what I can use to treat them for fleas naturally um, since they're around my chickens. I don't try to use too much chemicals. Thank you. 
Lisa, what a great question. Now, this question was a little bit different than any of the other questions that I got from listeners, but I still love it because as much as I love to talk about business, I love talking about dogs and I could talk about dogs all day long and I usually do. (laughs) So since I am not a vet uh, or really an expert on fleas, I did a little bit of research for you and I have luckily interviewed quite a few people who are experts in this area. I want to refer you to go back to episode 94. That was a rebroadcast of my interview with Dr. Judy Morgan. She's a holistic vet, and she's also an advocate for not over-vaccinating your pets. And she believes in natural and holistic remedies like essential oils and things like that. Towards the end of that episode, she talks about natural flea and tick prevention and what she does for her own dogs. You should also check out Amanda from Holistic Pet Radio. I had her back on episode 35 of my show, so you have to go back in the archives to look for that one. She actually has an episode on her own show, which is called Holistic Pet Radio, that's all about essential oils and using them to deter fleas and ticks naturally. And I will link up to that episode in the show notes, which you can always find at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. Um, We're listening right now, or I'm recording, you're listening to episode 107. So if you want to find any of the links that I reference, go back to my show notes area of my blog and look for episode 107. Oh, one more quick person I want to recommend you to check out is another person, another guest I had back on episode 37 was Corey Turner of Dogly. Dogly is an amazing resource. It's an online store and they also have an advocate community full of behavior experts, holistic health experts. I'm actually in there as one of the business experts. Um, So that's a nice little plug if you want to check that out too. But Dogly on the retail side, they carry a line called Pure and Good, and they make natural flea and tick shampoo and spray and that kind of stuff. Uh, and they're a woman-owned business, and so is Dogly. So um, you can you can support other dog mom entrepreneurs out there with your natural flea and tick prevention. So I hope that that answers your question, Lisa. If you work hands-on with dogs, you might think that there's no way to grow your business online. But what if I told you that I have a ton of creative ideas that you could implement right now while you're stuck home alone? I understand how you feel right now. Trying to keep things running by yourself at home is really hard, but I'm a one woman team. And if I can do it, I know that you can do it too. For the last three years, I've grown Wear Wag Repeat into my full-time business completely online using file sharing, email software, and video conferencing. Getting creative with online business ideas is my jam. For the last few weeks, I've been brainstorming online revenue generating ideas for dog walkers, groomers, trainers, shop owners, and even doggy daycares. I'm hosting a free online workshop where I'll tell you all about these doggone good ideas and show you exactly how to implement them. I'll also tell you why right now is the perfect time to build your reputation as a pet expert. Go to wherewagrepeat.com slash workshop to save your spot. 
make sure you head over there today because the workshop is coming up really soon. Again, sign up for this completely free workshop at wherewagrepeat.com slash workshop. Moving on, I believe we have a blogging question up next. So let's see what it is. Hello, Tori. My name is Andrea Pavlicek. I have a dog blog that's a series of fictional vignettes told from the point of view of my dog, Jack, as a puppy philosopher who comments on the theories of life and love. My question is that so, since most of the dog blogs that I have read post on more applicable topics relating to dog ownership, I was wondering if my creative um, but much less serious blog would resonate with dog lovers. My blog is Positively Jack. It's spelled P-A-W-S-I-T-I-V-E-L-Y, Jack, um, dot com. And my Instagram is the same handle. Thank you very much. Can't wait to hear your podcast. Andrea, thank you so much for calling in and for introducing me to your blog. I checked it out and I love it. I absolutely love it. I think it looks really professional and it really drew me in. Now, you said in your message that your site is not as serious as some other dog blogs, but I want to kind of challenge you on that and disagree with you a little bit there. Reading a few of your posts, I think that they very seriously show the love that you and Jack share, and I think that's extremely relatable and very important to other dog owners. Um, the only speed bump that I would see in terms of, you know, if you're, if you're looking to really grow your blog, and by that I mean to get a lot of traffic to your blog, the only speed bump I see would be SEO, i.e. search engine optimization. I think it might be hard to build up a ton of traffic since your posts are not laden with keywords or highly searched terms like a more topical dog blog would be. So like you're not going to write a blog post that's about the best uh, dental hygiene products for your dog. That's not going to be a post that you're going to write about. But I think that it's really important that you look at your goals. So maybe your goal is not to have a ton of traffic. That's not really necessarily important to everyone. And maybe that's not going to help you achieve what you're looking for to get out of this, out of this blog and this venture. Maybe your goal is to publish a book or to grow your email list so that you can impact impact more people and get your your charming little puppy philosopher stories out to more people. I saw that you do have email signup forms on your site, uh, and that's a really great start. So I'm guessing that you are sending out emails to people. Maybe you can think of something special that email subscribers get in order to entice them to sign up for your list. Uh, and that might help you achieve your goal of getting of getting these beautiful little writings out to more people. Maybe you do like a monthly giveaway for a personalized poem from Jack or something else like that. Maybe people get a special little ebook that Jack has written. Um, if you can come up with something like that, whatever system you're using, to manage your email list, they probably have a way that you can send out a incentive to people when they sign up for your list, or otherwise you can program it so that as soon as they sign up for your list, they get a welcome email where they can download this um, special thing that you've created just for subscribers. So that that would be my suggestion. Um, you know, if if what you're looking to do is to 
uh, grow your blog in some way and have a greater impact, I would probably focus on growing your email list because getting a lot of organic traffic might be a challenge given your topic. But I think it's really wonderful and I'm so glad to have discovered it. It's, it's really great. I enjoyed reading the couple of posts that I did. All right, um, moving on, we have one more listener question for this episode. Hey, Tori and Bert and Lucy. This is Kathy Brockway from Go Dog Nashville. Instagram handle is the exact same name. So my question for you is this. What is a dog service or product that isn't a thing yet, but that you wish was a thing? Um, and what what would you like to see come out in the next year? Okay, that's what I want to know. You've got your, your pulse on the your hand on the pulse of the the dog industry. So I just kind of want to know what you think. All right. Bye. Thank you, Kathy. I think that the phrase that you might have been looking for is I have my paw on the pulse. (laughs) I just can't help it, guys. I love a good dog pun. (laughs) This question is so challenging, I think, because it's so broad, because there are so many ways that we can make our lives with our dogs better and more engaging and more adventuresome and more memorable in so many different ways. So I had to think about this for a few days. Um, But the answer that I have come up with is not really a specific product or service. Instead, I would love to see the pet industry become more uh, more sustainable. I should have practiced saying that word before I recorded this. Um, But I think sustainability is a a huge trend, especially given everything that's going on in the world right now. Um, You know, many of us cannot access things that we would usually buy and we can't take things for granted because we have limited resources. Um, So I think that that is going to be a huge trend in many different industries and hopefully not a trend, but just kind of a a mindset shift. Uh, And I, I would love to see that impact the pet industry as well. I know that there's a there's a brand that I buy my own shampoo and conditioner, and I just started buying their body lotion as well. It's called Plain Products. It's P-L-A-I-N-E, and it's run by two sisters. Uh, I love that, of course. And they make products in aluminum packaging that is reusable. And so when you're done with your shampoo, you request a refill. They send you a refill bottle. You hold on to your uh, like squirt nozzle thingy and um, you switch that out onto the new bottle and then you ship them back the empty aluminum bottle where they sanitize it and refill it with new product that then goes out to another customer. And I'm seeing that happening in other areas as well. I think there's some like concept products out there that are very similar that are like ice cream. Um, You know, going back to the days of like the milkman and getting your bottles refilled, I think that is what is coming back in so many different ways. Uh, in terms of consumer packaged goods. And so I would love to see that happen in the pet industry. I know that I use a, um, a little water additive for the dog's dental health. And when that little jar is empty, I just feel guilty throwing it away because it's in great condition. It doesn't get anywhere and tear at all. And I would love to see that reused if I could send it back to the company, have them sanitize it and refill it for another customer. 
Um, the same thing with supplements um, and CBD oil. Those CBD oil bottles could totally be reused. I don't see why not. Um, and especially since CBD is such an explosive area of the pet industry, I think that would be a really prime example of where we could start doing a little bit of sustainability. So I hope that um, I hope that satisfies your question and maybe gets us all to think a little bit differently about stuff. Um, thank you guys for listening to this episode. I know it's a little bit shorter than usual, but it just kind of depends on the questions that I get and how long I feel that my answers should be. <laughs> Starting next week, I am going to be doing an entire month of Instagram-related content. So I have um, a couple of solo episodes and a bunch of interviews with people in all different fields of the pet industry. And we're going to be talking about our businesses and how Instagram has helped us grow our businesses, given us more independence, helped us grow our revenue and find more time. And I know that everyone wants more revenue and more time because it's going to allow you to spend more time with your dog, which is what's really important. So I hope that you look forward to that series. I'm really excited to share it with you. Uh, I'm also going to be releasing a lot of other content related to Instagram and helping us all kind of, uh, you know, move our businesses more virtual since uh, that is what everyone has been trying to do for the past couple of weeks. I've been working virtually for the past 12 years, so I'm really excited to share my knowledge on that and, and use it to help you grow your own business. So thanks again for listening this week and I will talk to you guys next week. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear Wag Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.